There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. So, Nick from Seeking Sister Wife. Um, Caesar needs to call you to get dimensions for his bed because looks like two people gonna be sleeping in it. Uh, Stella and Katrina <laughs> uh, did not see this coming. I did not did see not, a com- an attempt did not at polygamy. See a, a thruple. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not a polygamy. It's more as Sean Robinson said, a thruple. I guess it is the true. same. What's the difference? I guess polygamy is they, is there a Polygamy is more of, than one wife. And so you can't have more than or one. More than one husband. One, and so polygamy would be, would they have their own separate house? You know more than this. No, 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 me. no. Polygamy is marriage. Marriage. Polygamy yeah. means marriage. Yeah, but I'm I guess obsessed a, with polygamy. <laughs> I guess a thruple would be, I guess we don't know, because a thruple is more where all three people are in relationship with one another. And a polygamy is where there's one, usually one man with many women, but the women aren't in a relationship with one another. I don't think thruple is that well-defined. Um, I know I, gay guys that have been at a th- thruple and they've all ended terribly, but they all fuck each other. <laughs> I think that just says something about gay guys. Um, <laughs> You've never known any gay people in the thruple? I yeah I have and they're they're all messes. Oh, they're all three equal messes, and they're not going to complete the other. It's just three messes. Oh, they all. It's always it's always y'all. It usually is. It's either. It's always an established couple and a it's younger established guy. and a younger guy. Usually, I saw one, and they all three were young. And I went, "This is going to crash and burn in like a fiery night out in West Hollywood at Fiesta Cantina." 
And I saw later on Facebook, that's what happened <laughs> when one of them rage posted. I've been asked to be in a three-way relationship. I have avoided such relationships. I'm okay with being the other woman. Um, yes. I'm not comfortable with being the third because I am no one's third. I am the one you sneak out to see. <laughs> that's the way you like it. And I show up in my flowing nightgown. <laughs> what took you so long? More like just naked. That's probably true. Yo, That's this is true. the single life tell all part two, where tell we find out two. Caesar is somewhat done with Alona. Maybe. Maybe. But he has two other Ukrainian women ready to come over with visas who want to get pregnant by him. Pigment. Do you buy now, this? No. Now, is <laughs> I don't want to buy it at all. Is Katrina, didn't he meet a Katrina on the show? Yes, but this is a different Katrina. Do we know that? Maybe it's the same Katrina. I think he would have said that, and I think they would have flashed her picture. <laughs> Maybe that's true. <laughs> no, this feels like, y'all, this is the worst type of reveal oh. for the single life. Um, because we don't know these people, and we also know that Caesar's not very reliable. Um, no. Or as Sean Robinson said, do you make enough to pay for two women? <laughs> <laughs> I love how real world that was. Because we've not yeah. been in the real world, really, season, Caesar's season. Um, no. Tim looked at him and said, that's a lot of nails. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm glad to have Tim back, too. And at one point, he's like, what are, he just wants to find like other, other women. He doesn't want them to get too Western, which I was really grossed out by this whole conversation. Um, but at one point he's like, yeah, I'm going to impregnate him. Tim's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to break bro code on you there, Caesar. <laughs> I was good. I was good now, uh, but that's yeah, weird. You're talking about, you're talking kooky talk now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, we'll talk about that, but I think Tim was straight. It wasn't the best way to say it, but he was trying to say like, you know, if like when you were in China, like they would say like people would stare at you because they've never, they don't see someone that looks like you a lot. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe like that. Me or Caesar? You. Well, Caesar, too. I remember that. People uh, would, pe did I say people would stare at me? Well, I know too, uh, that that people would get your picture because you have blue eyes. Or like I have a friend who went to China who is black, and they said they, that she was oh, oh, black people everywhere. Yep. And black I know the redheaded friend said. All the time. Yeah, I know the redheaded friend said, you'll get stopped, too, because they don't see that. No, it was because of my fine features I was stopped. <laughs> fucking Indian Graham Bull 4 bought you in the ass. Um, they need sorry. to do it. They need to do it. We're going to be covering, y'all, uh, the Buy Curious option. Uh, written uh, in the Stars. We did that. We are actually, we already did Written in the Stars. We did that. Um, we did. We recorded earlier, but we're dropping it this week. They need to do one for Indian Grams. Oh, that's a, it would be, it would be crash and burn. All the Enneagram <laughs> forms would just awful. be horrible. It'd be awful. No, the Enneagram fours would just eat each other. There, sh there can only be one. There can only that be one. That is the truth. If there was another one, we would, I would murder the other person. <laughs> they would never put us together. I'm like, who are you? I'm the Enneagram four. No, you're not. No one else exists. I am the only one. Yeah, um, y'all, I, I want to say if you also hear what sounds like sawing, that is 
still the continuing tile sawing process that's going on. They promised it my, my neighbor would be done. It looks like it's going to be another two days because well, they're at least so they fucking showed, slow. At least they showed up. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the guy to come fix my heater two months. And he says, today, boss man is the day I'm going to come. And I'm like, please don't call me boss man. I get very, um, I get very uncomfortable with that unless it's in the bedroom. And then I welcome I get it. that. You know, I don't think I would mind if he would actually fucking show up and do the work. <laughs> I mean, she sounds like you're fine with it. <sighs> I hate people. All right. Um, y'all, anyway, part two of this single life tell-all delivered. Um, I'm, I'm still, I, I have, I'm, uh, I can't believe everyone is falling for it with Tiffany. The whole cast just is falling all over. Like they've never seen a season with her before in it before. Um, you know, you're going to get angry when I say this. If I was near you, we're doing this remote. I'd throw, I'd throw water yeah, in your face. We're doing this literally because I'm waiting on this fucking guy to come fix my heater. Um, but... It's not, I agree with you. It's not, I don't, I'm not fooled by her. I'm not fooled, but I fooled me, Jerry. You fooled me, Jerry. I I watched this segment and I went, why is there a part of me that still roots for her though? That wants her to like. I had to fight fight it back. I think, but I've been thinking about this and I went, it's actually not about Tiffany. It's that I hate Ronald so much. I want someone to stick it to Ronald and give Ronald what he deserves. And that made me feel better. We root against the abusers. Always. We want Ronald to have justice. And if Tiffany is a person to deliver that justice, so be it. But she really didn't. She did it in a way. She didn't. She did it in a way that was. The problem is we did not see their conversation before, uh, so we only really have her account. So we don't yeah. know what they agreed to say. We only know what she told us. Let's just and, get into this. Yeah, and Ronald's a pathological liar, so you he can't is. believe a word he says. Yeah. I think he. I think everything that came out of his mouth on this episode was a lie, except oh, for wow. when he said they need to get divorced. <laughs> I. And this is the thing. I still don't think it's the end with Ronald and Tiffany. I still don't think it's the end. I don't even know. Do you? I'm, I'm, oh, I want it to because I hate Ronald so much. So I want to say yes, but there is about 20% of me that, 30, 40%, that Shh. says, they're going to get back together. She's still saying, I don't want to keep him being a father away from his child. You're doing your child a favor. We said this the last time. Yeah. This is when you have to take executive action here. Yeah. It's going to seriously affect your life. And she's like, I don't want to take that away from Carly. What are you giving her? A yeah. relationship that, that, that y'all, y'all, you're, if you barely know Ronald at all, you know he is the type to turn their daughter against Tiffany in the worst possible way. For sure. He will love doing that. He's a terrible, awful person. I don't use this word a lot. He's an evil person. He's an evil person. And he's awful. An awful, evil person like Bilal. And he, um, as Tiffany said, they were there four months. She said they had peace for three days, y'all. They couldn't even make it. While the cameras were there. Days. 
while the camera was there and basically that he was asleep and his phone rang and she answered the phone and it was this woman that he was with and turns out she says, we're still together, Tiffany. <laughs> he I, told me you were just bringing Carly and that you're staying at his mother's. Carly. I'm Carly. Just, it, yeah, she's just bringing her and she's staying now. Do I believe this? Yes. I 100% believe this. I do too. I just can't get on the train that Tiffany, this seems way out of, out of left field. I can't believe what, there were no seems, signs. Oh, no signs. Of this. Well. Because she knew she had, he had dated other people. She knew yeah. that. Um, I'm just saying the image that she's creating, and I, this, this is what I had a problem with. She's creating this bad bitch. See, uh, you don't turn on Tiffany. See, I can spot this stuff. That's, mm-hmm. you know, this is bullshit. She's yeah. been in a relationship with guy, this guy for five years. He's always been this guy. He has. Uh, it's, it is, ah, ah. <laughs> I just, I reject this heroism that she got, that she immediately became Tina Turner uh, it, um, yeah. <laughs> at the end of this segment. Because she said, I want him to meet me halfway, but I feel like then just by meeting him halfway is going to be, that's a way for Ronald to weasel himself into you, into your life. And she basically, one of the things she says here is shut the door. She says that before the big, the big reveal here is she said before um, the tell all uh, Ronald and I both said that we were going to act like everything. We were going to pretend that everything was fine. So the, the, the big, power move that she made that she's saying she made is just lying to him and spilling yeah. it all on national television. And that's why he gets so that's why he kicked the the screen. That's why they show him he's so angry because he she played him. Cause I, she played me. She played me. You know what? Good for her. Good for her. I, I agree. I just I don't I don't buy this narrative that she is this well, no, and and you know when he gets when he after he's off camera, but as Sean says, a bit, another big reveal is that she already met with the divorce attorney once. The divorce yeah. is already in action. He doesn't know, said, and he doesn't know. Um, but guess what? Dan's here, so forget about Ronald. <laughs> this was jarring. This it was, was a little absolutely like absolutely jarring. It was very, and he's like, <laughs> hey, he and he calls her, hey, princess. So clearly, I... they're dating. They've been I dating. I laughed like a fool. It's because anyone's going to want to date Tiffany with this kind of baggage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sean's like, saw you... that. Yeah. Tiffany's like, <laughs> Sean said, did you watch? He's like, yeah, I watched that. And I went, and that's when you run, Dan. No, I would have been like, do we have Dan? Oh, he just left. He oh. just, <laughs> just, he just hung up the phone. A light like swinging. Roadrunner. Boom, 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 boom. Mark my words, Tiffany's going to get bored with Dan in a week. There is no way. She's, she knows she needs a guy like this. Fuck. This, We've all this tried. guy, this guy is lovely. He is vegetable lasagna. And I'm, I know because I got a little Tiffany in me. I mm-hmm. would chew vegetable lasagna up and spit it out. 
I, I don't have as much Tiffany as you, but I do have a little bit. We don't, we don't have a history of choosing what we need. Absolutely not. And even if this guy is what she needs, it's going to fight be everything in her. He's going to be nice for a while, and she's going to get bored. Um, because the drama that she needs in a relationship that is familiar for her mm-hmm. is not there because she's never going to break her fucking patterns, as I mean, we've seen. She will if she does work on herself. But you, like years of therapy, honestly, group therapy would be great for Tiffany. Y'all, group therapy is great, especially if you're working on interpersonal relationship stuff. Yeah. She needs, she needs to go in. She needs to not date anyone for a long time. I thought the same thing. For I like wrote down three or four years. I wrote down, "Hey Tiff, why not be single for a while? <laughs> why not date me? Because she's never been to me. Oh, you mean date herself? Yeah, date herself. Fuck, true. Have an affair with yourself, y'all. Mm, I do daily. <laughs> <laughs> And it is wild. Uh, he, he fights with himself. He cheats on himself. He's crying. Then, he's, then he makes himself laugh. And then he's in love again. Oh, it's all great. He throws a drink in his face. And mm-hmm. then he laughs it up. Uh, I even cut my own brake line. Um, <laughs> it's true. So then at one point, he's like, see you soon. See you, see you Tuesday. See you Thursday. Thursday. I just... This was such bullshit to happen right after. I it, I was laughing at how jarring this was. It, I, it, it was ridiculous to me. She said after the break, Tiffany said, I knew my gut I was doing the right thing. That Bull. he doesn't. That, but we're, we're someone that's in an abusive relationship. And this is like a verbally, emotionally abusive relationship. Not to make Tiffany a victim. I don't mean it that, but when she said she is a victim, that she is, she is, she is 100% she a victim. This is helpful for me to show that you don't have control over me. That's a good thing for her to say. If she just had that realization, like, but the awareness and the realization that Ronald can't control her, because that is something when she said that, and I thought back of how she's act, even when she was quote dating and all that. It was like Ronald has this pull and control on her. Yeah. The problem is, I bet Tiffany thinks now that I figured that out, for some people, it is like suddenly the light switch goes on. But for most people, and this is somebody talking from somebody who that enjoys a good codependence anonymous meeting, this is a continual thing you have to keep working on so you don't get into that habit. And then suddenly you're in that quote control but of someone again. Here's why I, I don't, don't know believe she's going to do. Well, no, I'm saying I don't know if she's going to do that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Evidence will tell you that. Season after season after season, she emerges as the victor. No, oh, yeah. Every yeah. single time. And we're like, up, oh, y'all. Tiffany's back with Ronald. Up, oh, Tiffany's back with Ronald. But this is the first time where she said, you don't have control over me. I went, maybe, but like, like I don't, I'm not optimistic about it. Uh, Ronald dude does have this. And I like all the cast is like, yeah. And I'm like, so we're just all happy for her well, in this new relationship of this guy who she's been out with twice. Twice. The, I think the single life is the biggest indictment of heterosexual relationships I've ever seen. And that's kind of why I love it. It's really good. It's really good. If anything tells you that heterosexual relationships don't work, it's the single life. It's the single life. 
Ronald, you know, he says, I'm angry, I'm hurt. He said, Tiffany's not the same Tiffany I fell in love with. Again, all martyr claiming no respons- responsibility for his own actions. Um, he's gonna get, He says he's going to get a divorce. Again, I, I just – one of the reasons I don't believe it even this time is – these people are saying you, – you said she's saying different things this time. I still feel like it's the same, as you like to say, uh, same script. Actually, it's not same script, same different cast. Same script, same cast. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. It's the same beat, and I'm tired of this. I it just It made me gag when all the cast was like, boy, Tiffany, I didn't see you had that in you. It's, I'm like she tries that every every season. I mean, Ugh. it's you know we probably go through a similar experience that a lot of people that have family members that are friends that go through this. It's just hard because Tiffany's on. It sucks for Tiffany, honestly. Uh, I think a, I think one of the worst things for Tiffany, good in some ways for her career and things like that, but for a relationship, it's terrible that they're on television. Hundred percent. Because she's especially her having, two small children, but she's also having to deal. But I mean, more for her that she's having to deal with people's judgment, people, whatever, because it's hard enough to break away from someone in an abusive relationship when it's just normal life. And then when you're under this microscope, I don't mean this to give her an excuse. I mean, it, it, but the, it really, uh, I could see how I could shame her, but at the same time, I'm like, how do you, but you have a perspective that other people don't. How do you not, when you watch the season, like when Tiffany watches last season and how of, of the sing or happily, whatever the season they were on, the other way, I think they were on when it was terrible. It started with the other way. It's always been that, terrible. <laughs> but, she, but she gets a vision that a lot of people don't have, I will say, the luck, the privilege to get. She literally gets to see herself in That's that relationship. True. And she still can't. So it's just like, wow, the power of this. That, but that's what deep. I'm saying. The amount of – that's why I'm saying I don't know. There's a certain resistance to change for her and a hard-headedness to resisting to actually change herself. Mm-hmm. That if she hasn't done it in – this was her fourth season, I think, on the show. Mm-hmm. If she, has, she hasn't seen it in four seasons, yeah. when's she going to see it? We don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you, Never. I hope that's why, so, I, that's why I've given not. up. Probably I've, not. I've officially stopped caring. <laughs> um, you reminded me, speaking of heterosexual and some queer relationships, y'all, Love in Paradise season three? Season two. Two. Two is about to drop on TLC. It came on Discovery Plus several months ago, I think in June or July. But um, it is dropping on December 19th. Is yes. that when it was? December 19th. Doing gonna, two at a time. Two episodes at a time. So we'll be dropping those on our free feed. We have to say, this, I still the single life and love in paradise are the best versions currently of the 90 Day Fiance franchise. Currently, this uh, I still, I preferred, I, like, I liked Toe. Um, uh, I like Toe, but I like these both better. You know why? Because they're shorter. Maybe they're that's it. shorter yeah. in scope. I think that's it. Um, I don't know. Can we move on to Caesar? I'm so tired of talking about Tiffany. It's true. Yeah, I would gonna... really never ever like talk about her again. She's gonna come back because she draws a lot of people. It's gonna happen. Does she? 
Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, she's got a lot of Instagram followers. A lot of women relate to her. I think there are people that, that again, like, I fought that thing of why I root for Tiffany. I think part, a lot of people still root for her or see themselves in her. So people don't see every time she gets out of it, it's just another kind of fake win, which is what it was this time. Maybe they, they're in their own relationship and they see that. Yeah. I think sad people like Tiffany. <laughs> you got to be sad. Yeah, we're going to take I think a- you do have to be in crisis. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, you have to be in crisis. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. 
and they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. Uh, I want um, the Ukrainian women, straight from the country. They don't need to be a... Uh, Polluted with other Western values. Uh, Michelle? Oh, yeah. You disrespect my country! <laughs> <laughs> That's a drive! Okay, 
I liked when she came for him about this uh, because, of course, she's going to say that because it feels like they're he's using he's saying he's he's basically stereotyping all Ukrainian women and it feels fetishizing, which it always has. I still say, y'all, if if you squint at Caesar long enough we, we all think it's kind of creepy and funny. It gets less and less funny as we go on. It's yeah. full-on sex tourist. I'm if not, I squint, no. We're, we already have Bilal and Tiffany to, these, this right now. I don't want to squint at Caesar. I'm just going to see the fun. <laughs> I, I think my eyes, eyes wide open, open to it. I'm, I'm yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this. Can we get Veronica to host the tell-all? Because at she, least she was picking up. At least she said things that were um, kind of like Natalie just, couldn't describe the, what you were talking about, the fetishizing. And Veronica yeah. was able to put to words like she brought up like there's a power dynamic, Caesar, that you're not acknowledging in this. Right. Like she brought up things that I think we all have been thinking. And that's the problem, again, with these tell alls. I will say he's not I know he's not always your favorite, but on at least some of the. Uh, Southern Charm and Below Deck, Andy Cohen will often bring up the things we're thinking about. And again, there's this history, kind of like on fucking this season of Love is Blind, where in the tell-alls, the host does not bring up the the elephants in the room that we all have been wondering. Right. No, it's true. With Veronica, I had left uh, her on this. When she said, you find him at Wives or Us? No, it's great. And, great. and he's, he, Tim's like saying, I think what he's saying here is he doesn't want these women westernized. I'm like, could you said it worse? Could you could you have said it? I'm like, that's also really gross. I don't want them westernized. It he 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 didn't yeah realize what he's saying about <laughs> women in the West. It sounds like you're talking about Persian cats. Yeah. It sounds yeah. really awful. It's really bad. <laughs> it's bad. I don't want them to get crossbred yeah, with uh -huh. other cats. Yeah. Mm -mm. They catch diseases, you know. Now, oddly enough, Tania was de his defendant. Because, you know, Tania, everyone, so everyone should just love and let love. That's Tania's way. Um, She's so full of shit on this episode. <laughs> um, oh. Because Tim even says, why does this trigger all? And Veronica says, because he wants someone to control. And Here's the deal that they don't get or forget. Caesar's real dumb, y'all. He's real dumb. I don't think he knows. When you talk about the word power dynamic and what he doesn't understand what that is. Oh, I agree with you. But it doesn't matter. He, that's what's happening. No, I'm not using that as an excuse, yeah. as excusing his behavior. But he has no, he doesn't think of that. He doesn't think it's he doesn't know what he's doing. Of these women, he, that's what's the, not fascinating, well, it is, it's fascinating and really sad that Caesar, y'all, there's a lot of people, does Kimberly, does Kimberly actually think Usman really loves her down deep? If she like, if you put her yeah. in a, if you put her in a cave with a, with a single <laughs> light for like two weeks, someone like her. And, and you and you did shit hand puppets on the yeah. wall, which yeah. you believed they were animals. Yeah, <laughs> after a while, Muhammad and Eve, Angela, Michael. Yeah, 
if it, those people would eventually break and say, he does it. He does it. Love me. Caesar would die in the cave thinking this person truly well, loves him. It's not even that it, that I agree with you with, but the, the, the answer is simple. When he says, why are Ukrainian women? He can't say this because I love really hot white ladies. He can't say that. Period. But period. That's it. He can't say that. He yeah. knows enough not to say that. He does. And he does. He, he knows that. The producer the, told him, don't bring that up again, Caesar. You said that <laughs> don't about say, your interview. I like don't white say, hot ass. Don't, don't say, <laughs> I like white chocolate. I like, yeah. I like warm potatoes. Whatever he says. Yeah. Cream, yeah. creamy, cream, cream. No, avoid that. Avoid, avoid that language. That. Avoid uh, that language. But I think this all goes back to, I think you're right. He wouldn't, he would, he would, he would say, it's not about that because he's so ridiculously dumb. He's denser than a fruitcake. Yeah. Um, I like Do you like that. fruitcake? No, it's terrible. Do you? I haven't had it in so long. My mother likes it, but homemade fruitcake, not the kind you buy. I will say, I've had really good fruitcake that my grandmother used to make. She made it every year. She made fruitcake cookies. It's a different kind of thing. You rarely get really good fruitcake, especially if it's got rum in it and things like that. Um, The stuff you buy is garbage. My you mom might as well just throw yeah. it directly into the trash. My mom made it. It had rum, and I remember it had a very, like, clovey cinnamon taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't so sweet. It's, if you can have that, you can't – you can eat – also with fruitcake, you can't eat a lot of it. You need to eat, like, a piece. But mm-hmm. I was obsessed with helping my grandmother with – because I loved all the little colored little candied no, fruit. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because you were gay. <laughs> that's that's true. true. They, <laughs> they looked like jewels, and I wanted to run them through my hands, yes. throw them up in the air, and dance under them. Same reason why I wanted to help my mother bake because we're gay. Because <laughs> we're gay. That's why. I really was interested in a lot of the other cookies, but the fruitcake cookies, yes, because yeah. I was a fruitcake. She didn't. She knew she at the time, know. I think, that I was her little fruitcake. <laughs> I actually, when you come tomorrow, you know, I have a gift for you tomorrow because tomorrow we're cleaning out the garage, you know, of all of our shit yes. to make room for all our and other I, other shit, all the other shit. But I, I bought you a piece of cake today. I was at a place and they actually had lemonade cake, and I know you love Ooh. lemon cake, so you have a. Slice Hopefully, it of doesn't it get fridge. bad after that. It's one night. It'll be in the fridge. All right, you put cake in the fridge. Just for I'll put it out tomorrow morning so you can eat it directly okay. with your hands. Oh, the refrigerator dries out cake. It does dry out cake. I wrapped it in parchment paper and <laughs> put it in the fridge. I don't li- I don't I don't want people thinking we fuck around with cake. Um where are I? You it's your fault for bringing up fruit cake. <laughs> um so y'all the reason he says this is no one wants me here. So I'm going to go to another country. And and I think even I don't know if it's Debbie who asked this or Sean, but she's like, have you tried a matchmaker in another country? And Tim's like, well, let's say he's been dating for like 50 years in this country and nothing's happened yet. Again, a matchmaker in this country. You said she asked me if you have a matchmaker in America. That's what I mean. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But it's still like. This is cognitive dissonance. Well, None Caesar of this said really this means anything. But he said this is different because they have visas. When I went, I leaned in when I went, huh? I'm like, so if they have visas, do they think you are rich enough to take care of them? Obviously. I, I mean, I is don't it, know. it also made me wonder 
I don't believe these two women exist. But they already, maybe they're other Maria, but they already have visas. <laughs> I think what, he made what if them it's just up Mar- just to have something to say on the tell-all. I wouldn't doubt it. What if it's Maria and she just changed her name to Stella? Or Katrina. <laughs> or Katrina. Um, I think Maria is actually done with her, done with him. So. But it also makes you wonder, are these people not taking advantage of him, but... Yes, they are. But no, no, they are taking advantage because of their country is at war and they're trying to flee their country right now and feel safe. Like, is Caesar that taking is advantage true. of that? There, I mean, there's just because let's be honest. That's why he and Alona broke up is because she wants to stay there with her father. Oh, Alona's so selfish. <laughs> right, right, everybody. The, oh. Right, uh, so uh, God, it's familial. And uh, when he, she loyalty. said that, I went, yeah. "Okay, but if you're really in love with her and she's a love of your life, yeah, isn't it interesting how quickly he switched? How which, quickly that which, switched? He's a dirtbag. Bottom yeah. line, a, a very <laughs> shallow dirtbag. But Caesar says he doesn't give them any money, and. Debbie asked a good question when she said, uh, uh, what do you talk about? What do you talk about? And Caesar didn't really have an answer for that. No, no. <laughs> I, don't. Again, Y'all I don't, don't think pull these over. Two That's women me. Are real. Don't pull over. I don't think these two women are real. You know, now that you say it, I, this is a little tinfoil hattie at your drag queen is coming out. Tinfoil hattie. Tinfoil hey, boys. <laughs> but I kind of agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think. Alona probably said, probably close to the tell-all, I can't come over there. I've decided I can't leave. And he had, instead of showing up like sad panda like he normally does, he had to say, look at me. I'm Caesar Mac. I'm, look what I can get. Maybe he got the idea from Frankie. He was like, I'm going to be like Frankie on Love in Paradise. <laughs> I, I, y'all, he does oh, bring that's up. That's such a good storyline. This, this, this is why this feels weird. He says, I'm going to get both these women pregnant. 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 So already we're in this, it feels like a fantasy. Yes. So not only are these two women going to live with me at the same time, we're going to sleep in our big Seeking Sister's Wife Davis family bed, and we're going to get pregnant at the same time and kind of raise our little another cult family. We it, will make our garden grow. Don't ruin that song for me. Um, I will cry my eyes out every time. Not if you think about Caesar fucking two women and making babies. We'll build No. No. So, uh, and Deb says, just give it which is, if they are real, they are definitely scamming him in some way. They are. They are. Um, and I just, and then, and then he continues to insult. He's, and then Natalie says, they, uh, you're disgusting. You are disgusting. insulting my country. And he said, he's, then he, then he, but why, why she says that is, it's like, I don't know why they want to come here. Their men don't treat them well. And even more weird shit about Ukrainian men and this but this whole just, segment was weird. Can I just say though, I actually think Natalie just needs to sit down and shut up and she has no reason to be angry because she's dating two men at the same time. 
<laughs> but what she was trying what she was trying to say there is he was making just making horrible generalizations about her country. He was, but it kind of just doesn't really help her when she's dating two men at the same time. What's but what's wrong with that? Um it's wrong because she's telling she's telling them both, I love you, I want to be with you, I need an answer from you. Oh, I see and what you're saying. She, yeah, that's what Oh, I I don't think she was I think she was speaking as a Ukrainian at that point. Yes, I know, but I'm still just like it when she's like, You're crazy, Caesar. You're I'm like, sit down, sit down, Natalie. Oh, down. I think she has completely the the authority to talk about when, when he's when he's bad mouthing where she's from. She's extremely proud of it. And her country is at fucking war. No, she does in one way, but but I just again I just feel like Natalie doesn't need to throw throw around the C word at people. What's the C word? Crazy. Oh. <laughs> that that's true. I think like Veronica, Tania, Debbie even. Sure. Well, the problem with a show like this is it, to follow that to to the extension is no one has any right to talk about anything because they're all disturbed. Except with the exception of Veronica, probably. Probably. Um, but that's that's a tell all thing. They all can they all can weigh in on things, unfortunately. All right, Even though that's they're a all segue. Up. Ironically, I thought I actually found myself kind of feeling for Tania, actually, in this and she actually made sense to me a little bit more in this tell all. Say more about that because she made no sense to me. Mina, meaning that she made no sense in some ways. Agreed, <laughs> but she made sense, or she. It was like this. I don't think what. Well, she made sense to me, and maybe just a little bit of psychology brain in that she doesn't realize it. So she had a complete loss of this relationship, and she she. What's go, what's going to be bad for her is that she's a different person that changes you, but yet. People are saying, but you're saying you wanted this. And I realized in watching her, I went, oh, it's kind of what we've always said. The reason why she's Tania and not Tanya, because she thinks she wants this life that she is not ready to have, has no business. And even like Veronica calling her out, like you didn't look like you wanted a baby in Aruba. Right. Like your actions don't match your words. And it made, I guess it made me feel for her because I went, you're like. I, I definitely saw putting you together. Said she made sense to you. She made sense to me in the fact of like, again, someone who doesn't need to be going through this on a television show. She, I look at the season from the past and the way she's being now too. This woman I felt for in that, like she just really got fucking broken from this breakup. And I think uh, she has no business trying to like put her dating life on television right now. And it made sense why, you know, at least when I've watched this whole season with her, it's, you talk about being safe. I didn't never felt unsafe, but I always just felt a little like this feels icky or almost like too voyeuristic. And I realized watching this whole season, I'm a little uncomfortable watching her right now because you can just see she's in pain. I think when that's what the, I mean by the way, when we say me. makes sense, it means Tania is making sense to when she's what she's talking about. No, I'm Not sorry. I meant character of Tania. She made sense, sense to me in my mind of why she okay, behaved in this I just way. did not understand the way you were talking yeah. about that. She, But she's – so it's just – we watched the season of her like, in she's like – sh Everything she said was ridiculous. It, the, it's just this. like a bleeding wound right now. And I just like, girl, you need to not so, be on the show for a while. I, I agree with you with saying that. I'm saying 
I thought you were saying the things she was saying were no, were, were just, holding it, water. It, yeah, she just I saw her I saw her clearly, I think, more in the better I, way. I could see that. So what what does that mean when you say so what do you see her clearly as? Just that I think I saw her clearly again that's just a really broken person that does not need to be dating people on a television show right now. A person right. who needs to just who needs to just go do sound baths by herself? <laughs> Who needs to just go? Now, yeah, all question, that things. Do you think that's going to happen? No, I think that again, it's this. You know, part of I think growing as a person and really is we all make plans for our lives. We plan things that, but part of it is the uh, whatever. I don't like to use the word happiness or contentment, but whatever that is, when we feel like we're in a good place is a lot of times when we accept what's been given to us and make the most of that. And Tania is in that space of, I'm not going to accept what's given to me. I'm going to force something. I'm going to force another narrative oh, that my, that actually makes no sense to me. And I don't want to do it all, but that's the narrative people tell me I should be doing. It's, it's interesting what, or the culture you, or whatever. You got a different thing out of her. And I, I think you're just, you're just leading with more empathy than I am. Um, but when she said she could not understand why Debbie is like, so why don't you get divorced? She's like, why are you saying that? The thing is, Tania thinks her feelings about divorce are much more important than anyone else's feelings about yeah. divorce. So I, I think, think she's yeah. a, let me finish this. She's a ridiculously self-involved person who is never going to let anyone else in. I, I was going to say, I think her, she thinks she values her feelings over everyone else. Period. You don't even need to add and the yeah. divorce. I have a really hard time <laughs> and, and getting part beyond of, that. And part of that, a part of that grand that that ego thinking for her is she thinks she can rise above her pain just by the will of well, this is what I want. She thinks she yeah. can just force it into that's what, and and she's trying to force life to happen for her. I could not get over the fact she couldn't understand why someone would be upset that she was divorced if she thought she was mentally and emotionally yeah. divorced. Yeah. And and Debbie kept – I mean we talked it, about in the season. Yeah. Debbie was know, all of us. And I know Debbie kept saying, but why don't you just do it? And she's like, I'm telling you the same answer. And I'm like, no, you're telling her you – tell, you're telling us how you feel. Debbie's trying to ask you a logical question about – why you don't want to. And she says her response, y'all, is I never think about it. So it doesn't matter. It only matters to me, not who a person who I'd be dating would worry about it. They're just going to have to think like I am, that my divorce doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's appalling. Absolutely I mean, appalling. No idea. <laughs> no idea what she wants. When she, when, when she said my goal is to find love, but I'm looking to explore singles and couples and the Veronica said, yeah, threesome probably isn't the best place to have a baby. And I say this again. <laughs> That's genius. It was I genius. I say this again. She is afraid. She yeah. is running scared. She talks so big about this idea of she's mourning the person who she was in a relationship with who says he'll never love her like that. Yeah. And it's not her soulmate. No. <laughs> Remember y'all. He's not her soulmate. 
So she's, it's actually not about love. It's about loneliness. It's about dependency. Infinitely frustrating. Like every time I start to get used to her, there's a whole other dimension of irritability that comes out. <laughs> I think too, though, what I like about her storyline, and maybe just because we live in Los Angeles with a lot of actors, and but I she feel like I know a, lot of, a, a lot of people that are going through this. Um, the other thing, y'all, they bring in, um, she does bring up the thing about Veronica said, I don't think you ever wanted a baby. And it's like th that kind of circumspection is beyond Tania. And weirdly though, she has an advice podcast where she gives advice to other people and she can th kind of think critically about other people's lives. So can but Tiffany. It's true. And they just are kind of immune from it in their own lives. It's remarkable. I don't know. It's kind of like me and mine, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> My uh, personal life is a mess. I was going to say, we all do that. And we do that because we, even if you're a not judgmental person, it's easier to give advice on somebody else's life. But when we have to give our own advice, often we have to look at our own vulnerability and weaknesses. Right. And that's too scary. And then she keeps, she says that this is really interesting. And you know then how much, how much she's put on herself about marriage and she cries for this. And I don't think she realizes how she means this statement, but it sounds ridiculous. She said, I didn't get married to get divorced. What do you think she means by that? I, I, I've been thinking about it. I think she, she, I think that was her fairy tale love. I did, but she doesn't want to say that. Bingo. She, but she doesn't want to say that because that feels uh, that feels not a strong woman that does not feel feminist exactly. to say that. So, but that's what she wanted a fairy tale love and it didn't happen. And, you know, and to her credit, I think at least from what we saw, I think she probably did better in that relationship than Sinton did. I think she like she said on this, she kind of became quote, the less fun one because Sinjin didn't want to have any type of stability in his life. But also, I after watching this, I went, oh, I can see Sinjin's side where I bet they got married and Tania totally changed. Then she became – that's why it's saying things like it's, – it's extremely traditional to say this. Yeah. And like what she would say, and she's like, I didn't get married. In other words, I'm going to get married one time in my life, and it's going to be my forever love. And she had this idea, she said, of being young when you got married. Yeah, Which, everything's like super traditional and, and being a young yeah. mom. She and said, I want to be a young mom. Yeah. She's so confused in it's her like life. It's like Veronica called. She's so confused and she has no idea what she wants and her actions don't match her words at all. Debbie, I told you, I just don't think I'm, It's just, I never think about it because I never Kill think her, about mom. it. Killer, mom, killer, killer, right here in front of everybody, mom. Kimi, Kimi, this is the closest I've come in a couple years to trying to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. You can satisfy your brother soon, Pee Wee. Thanks for putting me on the camera side this tell-all, mom. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Pee Wee is, Pee Wee is front and center. <laughs> I like to sing. I like to sing him and dance in the ring. Then at one point, Joel comes on. And uh, he is and, attractive and says, uh, he's like, yeah, the whole marriage and divorce thing really barred, bothered me because they were showing it. And Joel basically says, he's like, yeah, but it, it bothered me because it means it has a symbol to mean that you can't move on. It seems mm -hmm. like 
from where I am, it seems like you're not in, from my feelings are, mm -hmm. you're not that. And what's funny is Tania argues with other person's feelings like she doesn't want people to argue with hers. She, she really believes that my opinion, my feeling is my feeling and you can't argue with that. It's fact. It's, this made me murderous when not, she's basically bad, yeah. saying, he's like, well, the way I felt was it made me think that you were just like, but that's not what it is at all. That's not what it is at all. And I would just say, if she would have just said, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And I can see how that would bother you, how you think that it's beyond her to do that. He it's remarkable. Think he, yeah. he doesn't think she's over Sinjin. And the producer asked Sinjin backstage, do you think she's over you? And he says, I don't. Yeah. I agree with him. I don't think she's over him. Um, we anyway. Need we need to talk about the turtleneck in the room. The thing I did not expect to talk about on this tell-all. But y'all, they take a break and it's time to talk about male sexual health. <laughs> y'all, because Tim and Caesar are having a comedy. Tim feels old and Caesar's got low T, y'all. <laughs> about to be a commercial about it's low be a drug commercial that they integrated in the show yes <laughs> it's like I, when, when, when caesar said yeah i got low testosterone and tim's like i got something just for you you gotta open this i buy this in my local vape shop <laughs> you know <laughs> really and it was really like, give him some testosterone pills he's like and tim's like you take the shot in the ass and caesar's like oh actually oh i'm getting used to it I'm gonna gonna take something um uh, but when he said he had low testosterone, I almost fell off my couch. I almost fell again. And then Tim, I gotta, I didn't want to watch this again because I already had to watch it once. So I'm going to ask you, Poodle, how did we start talking about circumcision? It, because he said, are you clipped? And I think Caesar thought that was circumcision instead of, I think they meant vasectomy. Like, are you clipped? Ah, that's yes, where we that got can into affect it. testosterone. So, like Viking or vegan, it was another. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was another kind of uh, misunderstanding, misunderstanding by Caesar. By Caesar, and so Caesar um, says, um, or, I'm, "I'm not." I'm just like I'm circumcised, and Tim's like, "Me too." And De then, then Debbie comes in. Debbie acts like they just ask her, "Does she want her coffee black yeah. or white?" <laughs> She doesn't even bat an eye. She's like, <laughs> you know what this and this reminded me of my family at home. Oh, at some Thanksgiving. And, and then she it. told us why Kurt Colt was uncircumcised. I'm sure he loved he was, this. He was born really premature. And so we his dad said, Wait, my brother's not even wait for it anymore. Yeah, we should have killed him then, Mom. Hush Pee Wee. But, um, so I started to say, I can't believe you're saying this about Colt. And I went, oh, wait, he's already released his dick of him jacking off to everyone. So his I, we've extremely already seen unattractive penis. I've <laughs> not seen it. I don't, don't want to see it. You have. I could have gone my whole say. life. <sighs> um, so, and so they ask, Debbie says, who's not circumcised? And... <laughs> Tim's like, I am. And Caesar just goes, I can't say. So I guess I don't know if Caesar is circumcised. I don't know if he isn't. I don't know why I'm talking about this. It's a weird thing to immediately be immediately be kind of shy about. Yes. 
Ironically enough, this is the segue they use to bring us in to talk about Debbie. Is Colton his uncircumcised dick? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine when the producers when they're planning out that? Be- so we got to get to Debbie. How do we? Oh, the, the dick. The circumcision dick. beat. Oh. It's the circumcision beat. The dick, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. You're now not an intern anymore, Jenny. Um, let's talk say, about the fact that I was just going to say the the fact Please. that Caesar thinks Please. that. It's okay to announce on national television he has low testosterone. <laughs> but whether he's circumcised or not, it's just a bridge too far. <laughs> if, if he starts doing fucking ads for testosterone on his Instagram because of this, then that's genius. All right, let's talk about Debbie in Canada. Um, I'm candid and happy. Not as much with this, but she is happy. Um, they're... It, I do like when they're watching the video of them making out when they meet each other. Sean Robinson just goes, good Lord, Debbie. <laughs> I will say they the camera lingered on that with the mouth sounds longer <laughs> than I think we've seen. Between Veronica's Anyone. thing with Justin, mm-hmm. uh, I think Debbie's gets the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was too many... Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's the, mm-hmm. Where's the horse? So at one point they I I think someone asks, I don't know, maybe maybe it was Sean. I think I think Tim asks, what's or maybe someone says, what's different about sex in your 70s? Tim's like it takes longer, but really, Tim acts like he's ninety years old. This episode, yeah. he at one point and, and Debbie says, "I don't know." People don't talk when they're younger. Now nowadays, people ask, "What do you like? What do you y'all?" And then my mind was flooded of Debbie saying, "You like it when I do this to your dick? You like it when I put it fast? What about no, this? Mom. No, mom, I don't want to do this, mom. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do you like it when I put my tongue up and down it?" Yeah, put it on my, my hairy balls, Debbie, right there on Santa's balls. Yeah, Debbie. <laughs> I y'all, I'm ho, sorry. Ho, ho ho. I had to make sure everyone else got as graphic as I did when she said we have to ask each other things. I immediately just kind of got sick. <laughs> Santa's gonna come early this year. <laughs> no, mom. So y'all, we bring out. Um, it really, they're fine in Canada. They've got to yeah. figure out what staying there is going to be a problem. They got to figure that out. And she gets upset. She gets Let's upset. Let's bring out Colton Vanessa, who has permed her hair. I think she looks good. You didn't like it. I thought it she looked good. Needs to relax a little bit. I think she can't relax I like her a little better bit. With straight hair. I like her better with straight hair. I like the girl. I think she's uptight because she realizes, holy fuck, Debbie left and now I have to deal with fucking Colt. This was pretty revealing. That was a um, revelation. Which we all kind of assumed would happen. Um, but she said, after all these long months, Vanessa says, I've experienced Colt without Debbie and I feel like I've gained a child. Which um, means, y'all, we're going to get a happily ever after. And them, y'all, Debbie died. Debbie's like, <laughs> I knew it. She died, but at the same time, she also, Vanessa said, yeah, he needs to, he's, needs to be taken care of, and he's really high maintenance, and now she's gone, and I'm stuck with it. And you see Debbie get pride for a child and go, stuck with it? 
Like, yeah. who would be stuck with baby they're, Colt? They're so codependent. It they're is so codependent. Yeah. And so Sean brings up the last tell-all, and she says, Debbie was really blamed for the majority of your problems. And, and Vanessa said, well, I see it now that Colt is a 100% the child. So she kind of, she didn't say I'm sorry, but she kind of exonerated Debbie. Yeah. The next thing, y'all, and this is this is kind of hard to watch. Uh, I'm surprised this was the very end. I guess they were saving their hard-hitting stuff at the very end. Oh, yes, it's when Mike scene. and fucking Josh are on the same stage and I shit my pants. <laughs> <sighs> I called Jake after that, y'all. Uh, so they are, they're the scene where Debbie can't even watch it, their last fight. When Colt is basically, he's just, just, just crying into Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and Colt is just sitting there just watching without kind of a sociopath's emotions. And well, he says he can't feel emotion. And he says, I wish I could say I felt something, but I don't. And I think she's faking it. Barring, barring a diagnosis of him being a sociopath, it also means that I think he's been on television a little too long. Um, I'm going to step back ways. and say only we haven't seen you and I have not. I mean, we don't think she's their great. original season. We have not seen their original and people and they're happily ever after season. Our sissies have told us that Debbie is a monster, yeah. like a maniacal controlling monster. Mm-hmm. We have not really seen. We saw a little bit of Debbie with um, sure, Jess with good morning, my dick, but Debbie was a little more aware of the cameras and how she was perceived. So I think we got a better edit edit. Yeah. But I agree with you. It, I agree with you for the most part. I'm just giving us maybe we'll learn. We'll learn next but season, next season. After Tim this. says, have some respect for your mom. And then he says, I don't even call her my mom. I haven't for 20 years. That's how much I feel like I don't have a mother. Again, why would you? This just feels Caesar even says, Have more respect for your mom. This is your mom. What I guess I feel like what can be gained by this except for just hurting Debbie? But either Cole has made something up in his mind, or and I think this could be it too, it might be both. We've only seen the tip of this iceberg of this relationship, and I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of but. It clearly is Colt has so much, I think, anger about his dad's death and it's tied up to his mother because he talks about how, how dare you say that my father would be disappointing the way I act. Debbie's like, I apologize for that. He's like, but that's a, he's like a mountain number. He's making, Colt's making no sense. And it does seem you're watching this going, where does the validation of this anger come from? Because yeah. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It out of nowhere. I, I just don't understand the phrase. I don't have a mother. Like how? I guess it seems. What did she do that was that bad? Yeah, and to, and not call her your mother. And Vanessa completely stays out of it. So yeah. she's just sitting there letting it happen. He's, it's just, I'm saying Colt's rarely so non-self-aware to do this and to make himself an enemy of everyone on stage. Mm -hmm. 
by coming for his, who everyone on stage kind of likes Debbie. Even Tania is like in with her by the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it That's either. all I've got. That's all I've got for this for this one. Hmm. Yeah, I think they're gearing them up for happily ever after. Ugh, I, I don't think, I don't give a shit about them. I think they'll put <laughs> Col- I think they'll put Colt and Vanessa on there and t- and tag it in with Debbie and Tony. What would be the problem? Because Debbie if Debbie's with Tony, she can't be on single life anymore. Right. So you think they would film in Canada? I think they would do both. I think it would be about the happily ever after would be about their relationship as Oh and then we would go back and forth from Vegas to Canada. Oh, I don't want to see that. Well, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> That's what I think. You know oh. what? I'd ra- I can honestly say this. I'd rather that than more Lib and Andre, to I, be honest. I would I would rather that than more Bilal and Shida. Or Michael and Angela. Yes, uh, I would rather that. I would cut those three out. Yes. Give Jovi and Yara a good storyline instead of a fake one. Yeah. I'd, I'd stay around for more Smith and Jenny. <laughs> oh, and give me all of Kimberly and Usman. I I agree. Those are the those are the only two I want to see more of. Yeah, please, yeah. please, please. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold please. my hand, please. <laughs> that's y'all, it, y'all. That's Woo! the show. We talked about uh, y'all. We talked about this on. Um, Happily ever after. But speaking of, there is news. It's it's kind of sissies are thrown. It's really getting traction now. There are rumors that that uh, Veronica is dating Jamal, and that's who we're going to see. That's supposedly who we're going to see in the third part of the tell all next. The week. third part of the tell all. We don't know. Veronica won't tell us anything, even though we've tried. Right. So there you go. Sworn to secrecy. Fine. You you listen. You use your NDAs. Boy, you think you get, you think you have a drink with San Diego and they'll tell you some secrets, but you know what? More than one. Yeah. Oh, well, good. I hope she is. Someone needs to get that dick. And if it's not me, it might as well be Veronica. (laughs) All right, everybody. That's the show. Golly. Again, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I've never said this in 90 Day Fiance Multiverse History. I'm excited for the third tell-all. part three of the tell-all. Did you ever think yeah. you would? Start? Are you? No, usually part three is that last little bit of ejaculate that just dribbles yep. out. Um, what did but, What did you do when you saw the clip of Mike and Josh sitting it by each other? I, I'd already seen it. That, that oh, was you. Yeah. You act like you act like you're Amish and you you hadn't I, seen I was, that before. I was. I was. I'd already seen that clip, so I knew it happened. I was shocked when it happened, but uh, I I've seen it in the trailer. Oh. Oh. All right, everybody, go to realitygaze.com. That's our website. You can find us on Instagram, you know, and Twitter and TikTok. Um, uh, listen to our collab that we, y'all really enjoying that, that we did with um, Constant Reality, reality Check. Check. Meredith and Jack, we are talking Love Without Borders. Love the new Bravo Without show. Borders. From the producers we found out of Love is Blind. It tracks, boy. It tracks, but it's messier than Love it, it. But it still feels like we got about through the outlining stage and we just said, this one's going to production. <laughs> it's like they wanted to make love is not love is blind, but like, how do we do this? And then incorporate love Island. Or as you said before, the amazing race, uh, which is exactly what it yeah. is. It's like, yeah. Without money. They yeah. Didn't more amazing money. race. Yeah. More amazing race. So, 
Anyway, um, I still uh, I've been th- I've been thinking about that show since we watched it, and and how I've decided I'm st- I'm kind of in love with Dana, even though I thought she was ridiculous. Um, I'm th- I, she's the one I'm thinking about. I was texting with Ronnie from Crappens about, and he said I can't wait to watch this entire shit show of a show. He's thrilled to watch it. And then I said, "Well, wait till you meet Dana, who lives in a van and doesn't know where Ireland is." And Ronnie just <laughs> responded, "I hate van people." <laughs> Um, by the way, do you, you haven't announced this yet, but I think we can. Do you want to announce what we picked for our Bicurious? What one? Yes. Uh, the winner of the Bicurious is Written in the Stars, the Discovery Plus show. Um, uh, it handily won. I was kind of surprised. It's a mess. It's I've a already mess. watched. I've already watched. But strangely, I'm going to surprise you. I'm, I was oddly compelled. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, we're only doing the first episode. I think I'm going to have to watch the whole season. season. We're not covering it all, though. Don't even try to ask. Don't ask. But it is, I don't know. This, I said earlier, and I'm, I, uh, this has a very Love Island feel, but y'all, possibly the most, the, the set of the most gorgeous men I've ever they seen on a reality so show. They are so hot. Like, everyone is. There's not an ugly man. There, and actually, the women are beautiful, too, but there's not, who cares about them? There's not <laughs> an ugly man. Were there women on the show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. Anyway, all I right, ju- everybody. I just saw Jack's beautiful hair and stared oh. at him. Do you see this enormous bulge? Yes, yes, his enormous bulge. <laughs> oh, and don't get me started about Toby or Tony. No, it's Toby. It's Toby or Mattia, the Italian. Oh God, they're all go- and Callum. Oh, Callum Callum's and his really curly hot. hair. It's really hot. I'm even into David. I'm uh, even into David. Yes, David's body and his big nipples. You just want to nang, nang, nang on. Okay. We, I need we to go sit go. on something. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go record our bi curious. But y'all, thank y'all for listening. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate y'all so much. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poods? Yeah. And if you've ever reached past to get the five hour energy at your local <laughs> convenient vape store, and reach for those low T pills. You can come at me. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.